This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Just a little while longer. A little while longer. Oh. For then, what? Then you'll be able to say uh, Shodan. Shodan. And I'm going to have to change my intro again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be weird. Yeah. People are going to freak out. Well, I'll trip out and really trip it. Yeah, since we've been doing this podcast, it'll be the fourth change in my intro. Yeah. Were you a fourth cue when we started? I was a third cue. Third cue. Yeah. Man. So. There you go. See, I uh, I probably would just forget and do the same thing all, and then have to be reminded all the time. It's funny because at least the first time, I will not forget. I'll be so excited. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think... Uh, after that, we should just, we'll devote an episode. That sounds good. Just to break yeah. it down the test, the whole thing. We'll we'll run through it. We'll give you our real thoughts. Real thoughts. Yeah. Oh, that sounds scary. Yeah. Real thoughts. That's actually uh, not very long from now because yeah. it's the fifth is her test. Well, so. You're just releasing all my information, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now one's going to, someone's going to charge your credit card way up. No. I just mean, I'm trying not to count my chickens before they hatch. Oh. Oh, in case oh, there's a case failure. Fails. <laughs> yeah, man. It sounds then we like... have to come back and be like, well. Then you have to say, uh, this is my Asana McDaniel failure of a showdown <laughs> test. <laughs> we oh, just no. won't say anything until you pass. And then. Too late. You already said something. Well, yeah, but... February 5th. Mark it on your calendars. Well, no, we'll, guys. We'll let people make, make the assumption themselves when after that date passes and we don't talk about it, then they'll just be like, oh, she must have failed. And and I, when you finally uh, do pass, then we'll, yeah, we'll break oh, This time she didn't fail, guys and girls. 2027, and she passed, <laughs> passed the test with flying colors this time. 2027? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just right. feel like my friends and family are going to be there, and then now all the podcast listeners, like... Yeah, they'll all be there. Be they're there. coming in. They're flying, they're flying in. They're no, I just yeah. mean... <laughs> I'm live streaming the whole thing. Rob no. Kitson sent me a thing. He's like, hey, man, I'm coming I'm in. I'm setting up a uh, live stream twitch stream for no. you of the test what do you think about that josh is going to be taking kemi for me with his phone in one hand <laughs> to, as he rolls it's like going upside down um okay so this week we have uh, a a question a topic idea that came from sorry i'm turning away from the mic a topic idea that came from a listener um and i think it's a pretty good one this My, comes you got it. Yeah, this comes to us from Glenn. Uh he only put his first name, but I think it's Glenn Hunt. From New Zealand. From New Zealand, yes. Um Chris copied and pasted it into our chat, so that's why I can't see the full name. Oh yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Uh so he asks about parallel non Aikido training, which I think he means cross training. Uh he says, I trained simultaneously in Aikido and Krav Maga. By far the best thing I ever did, even though it's tough to maintain. The two blend into each other really well, and I often think the Krav instructor could swap out my Aikido sensei to give much better lessons on fun- fundamentals. And that's all he has to say about that. Yeah. So we get to go wherever we want with this. So cross training with Aikido. I think that we all would agree that it is uh beneficial. Yes. We all sort of do it. I mean, not uh, necessarily within like another. None of us are going to other schools, other martial arts schools, although we have trained other places. I know Chris has trained a bunch of other stuff at other places. Um, but we all do other things. Like we are all interested in uh, different 
sword fighting styles and uh, do some jujitsu. I'm cross training and knitting. Um, they, mm-hmm. Just kidding. Knitting. Um, so I, I mean, I think it's a great. It is a great thing to do, and it will teach you some skills that are applicable. I do think there are some danger. There's a little bit of a danger to it in that you have to keep them straight in your mind as to what each is doing and where they are on that spectrum of conflict. And if you don't, it you can end up confusing yourself and doing something that might be uh, not good for you in a real quote-unquote situation or whatever. Yeah. So that would be my only thing about it is like you have to be very clear at what each one each one is teaching. They can inform each other really nicely, but you have to be clear with how they're informing you, you know, yeah. of, of what it is that you're learning within each system. And I think that's diffi- that's a difficult thing. And we've talked about that before. It's like it's very difficult for people to even understand what it is that it is at the heart of the system that they're training so you kind of have to be, you kind of have to do some research or be aware of that so you can understand that like, yes, in when I'm training my Krav Maga or whatever, I am learning these sets of things. When I'm doing Aikido, I'm learning these sets of things and then marry them kind of um, outside of, of it. Yeah. Man, I think uh, this, is, this is just this is such a hard kind of thing to get at because there's so many things and i i feel like you say that line every single yeah. every single well, podcast because it is, is. It's, true. <laughs> it's true it's true i'm not saying it's not true it's just it's so funny because i'm pretty sure i've heard you say that exact thing that could be you know yeah. last week it's very seldom that i mean there's a simple answer about it and this is why everything goes off the rails because it's like people act like this the sentiment is simple you know so like i mean i think there are a lot of people who are like yeah cross train of course you should cross train because um you're going to learn so much more and it's so great and then other people will be never cross train because if you cross train then you're going to confuse what you already know with something else and and then you're not going to have the one system that you you do know and like the truth is like those are both extreme views of the truth that is you know somewhere, somewhere in the middle of all right. that stuff you know and so I mean, we're we're in such a dark ages of martial arts. I mean, it, it, there's there's just rampant ignorance everywhere, and so like because of that, it, it's really hard to explain without going like systematically and saying what is this person looking for and what should they do. And so like I think if someone's learning to fight, like if that's the way they're approaching it, I'm learning to fight. It's like, man, what kind of fighting do you want to do, you know? And so so then I think in that case, all you should do, you know, if, if that's going to be as broad as you are, if you're going to say, I want to learn to fight, and that's the beginning and end of it, and, and you don't want to think anymore other than go to a teacher who who's going to teach you how to fight, you should just go to schools until you meet a guy who you think is teaching you how to fight, and then just and then study with that guy a bunch. Uh-huh. And if you happen to come across some other people who know how to fight, then you should study with those people too. And that's how, that's what your approach should be to cross to to cross training or parallel training um but then if your idea is you want to assemble the perfect martial arts system and you're going to go about collecting techniques from different systems to make you know taekwondo kinjitsu do rang boxing um (laughs) right so if that's your idea if that's what you're you're up to 
then it's like, well, then just just try to study them all. You know, try to yeah. study them all and like, you know. Catch them all. Yeah, yeah you got to catch them all. You got to catch them all, right? So like, um, and then good good luck with that. I mean, and, and my my advice to that person would be just keep studying forever. Um, yeah. And then eventually you'll know enough to make your right. system. But but just keep studying for a long time. There's a, a weird obscure martial art over there you haven't studied. Please go study that, you know. Um, and then like, you know, if, if your objective is to understand conflict as a whole, well, just cross training isn't enough because it's like it's not going to fill in all the gaps because systems are really kind of closed loops like systems just kind of look at themselves that i don't really know of many systems that allow for other systems to attach to them inherently you know and that includes stuff like brazilian jiu-jitsu and taekwondo while a lot of people are not taekwondo uh muay thai while a lot of people marry those um they're not built to be married and so there's like this kind of process that's required by the person studying them I thought to, you were going to say indigestion the, yeah. the, the gesture that you made along with that sound well it all it all gives me a little indigestion thinking about it, it it's <laughs> yeah it's it's way it's more confusing than we would like it even to be yeah it's super because we would like it to be simple i mean i will say you know to his point i do think that a lot of the things that we learn that are in Aikido, you know, are in other other arts. So you, there is some supplemental stuff that can get picked up sure. if that's what you want to do. Sure. So we were talking about uh, when we were at Combat Con and we took a class and they were doing some kind of Filipino knife sub stuff. Um, and uh, we were doing their little forms, little forms. I, I don't mean to say it like that, but we were doing their forms. <laughs> And, uh, and we were doing, and they had assumed that we had studied them before because they thought we knew their system. We, we looked like we knew what we were doing, but it was just cause we had done it in Aikido. Um, and had that been something that like a, the, the piece of whatever we wanted, we could have studied that and then brought it in to help us with the things that we're doing in Aikido. Sure. Um, and I think that would be cool and it, it could help us. It could inform what we, we what we are doing in those pieces of Aikido, right? Sure. So I, I do think there is some, some space for that. But again, I think you have to be aware of where you're going with it because it's way easy to just get into the the mindset of, you know, the fight if that's what you're always doing you know we have uh, a guy in our school who always talks about that like he just goes into wrestler mode because he used to be a wrestler so he goes into wrestler mode um and he kind of has to step back into aikido mode because they're different things Mm -hmm. it's interesting because it it sounds like kind of what we're getting at here with it is like if you have two arts that you're trying to synthesize within yourself i don't know exactly the right word to use but you're trying to learn both systems and have them when you need them um it seems in some ways that it would be easier so like so to look at the two systems there's the context of the system maybe like where on the spectrum of conflict as Mm -hmm. we would call it you know Mm -hmm. so is it like in to put it in terms other people might understand is like is it a grappling art is it a striking art etc um and then there's the goal of the art and like what the art is trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like it might be easier in some senses to pick two arts that, you know, one's a striking art, one's a grappling art. And they kind of 
the only place where they touch each other is right on the edges, mm-hmm. right? Where one mm-hmm. transitions into the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have less conflicting shit happening between the two systems because mm-hmm. the only place where you're, you know, getting from striking striking into grappling is where you're going to have mm-hmm. to mix the two and make them work together. Whereas having two arts, two grappling arts, it can get more difficult, especially if they have different goals because it's mm-hmm. like one system's working to do one kind of thing in grappling and another system's trying to do something else in grappling. And so I can see how even though they're in the same realm, it's like way harder if they are not working towards the same thing. Right. If they are, then I could see how you know, I'm sure this has been done all kinds of times with different, you know, grappling arts, uh, trying to weave them together and, you know, create a a game for yourself that uses stuff from both. Mm-hmm. I, I could see how that could be not as difficult if it's the same context and the same goal. Um, but still, I'm sure there are plenty of hiccups to be had. And yeah, I think that's what's difficult I mean, yeah. with Aikido is it doesn't necessarily always, I mean, depending on how you practice it, it might not jive with any of the other arts as they're practiced. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of like what Maya is saying, I do a quick summary here. So like, you know, for me, I, I recognize six stages of conflict, six different types of areas where you would have conflict. And Maya is saying, you know, in lots of ways, it's easier to pick two systems from different stages. And, and then it's like, there's so little crossover between the two systems, it's not going to kind of muck you up. Um, whereas if you pick two systems that are from the same stage, then it's like, well, why are you choosing one type of thing of, over another, you know, unless it's like aesthetics or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most of the time, you know, things become really difficult. So like say you're studying uh, Western wrestling, you're studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu. In lots of ways for grappling systems, they're kind of opposite. Um, and, and it's not that that doesn't mean there's not really good things for it, but, uh, you know, I used to, I used to train with a guy who's an NC2A wrestler and he's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. And, um, this kid came in and he was a, a wrestler in high school and he wanted to start learning Jiu-Jitsu and, uh, the guy I trained with pulled him aside and said, just get out of here and go study more wrestling. He's like, because it's going to mess you up. And, and I was like, man, I think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is great. You don't think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is great? And he's like, no, I think it's great, but I think it's going to teach him all the wrong things because like in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, going to your back is cool. In wrestling, going to your back is the worst thing. In wrestling, you drive with your head and stick your neck out. In Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, that means you get choked. Um, You know, like, so all kinds of things that work really reasonably in the strategic process built to get to a a desired result in one grappling system might be the antithesis in another grappling system. Now, if you mastered both systems, and this is what the guy trained with, you know, had expertise in both systems, you can pick out the best parts and worst parts depending upon your strategic goals, and you can design them the way you want to design them. But if if you don't understand both of those, you're probably going to fail at systematically putting them together. Mm -hmm. It's funny, so to use those two as an example, it sounds like, oh, they both roughly have the same goal, right? Like, to fight some one on the right, ground fight them on the ground right like Rapple how how different can that be um but when you start to delve into the rules of each of those oh, yeah. systems they're vastly different like just like you said there's they're one saying it's great to go to your back and the other saying that's the whole point of what you don't want to do right um well and if we we've talked about this before but so let's say you talk about something like uh sword systems and you talk about something like saber fencing and something like kendo Mm -hmm. those are teaching those are looking at two vastly different things Mm -hmm. um in 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 what you're getting and you will get two vastly different things out of it now you could train both and you could probably learn inform each with the other right right 
But the level that you have to be at to be able to do that, I think, has to be very high, and you have to have a good understanding of what each of those are doing, and that takes a lot of time to get to. And with Aikido, we don't we don't have that. Like just across the board, we don't have that. So it becomes difficult then when you start bringing other stuff in, because you're not even really necessarily understanding of where the overlaps are or where the differences might be mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. where anything else is. Mm-hmm. And, and what I the system is working you towards. And and so I think it just becomes, uh, it can become a mess. So you have to be at least really, really, really clear for yourself as to what Aikido is doing. And then go study whatever else you want. You just have to realize that like it is separate from you know, but it's great if you want to learn to strike, you want to like actually learn to punch, you're not going to get that from Aikido. So you have to go somewhere else if you right. think that's something that's important to you. Um, right. You know, if you're learning, you know, Aikido, if you want to do weapons work, Aikido does have a set of weapons uh, skills, but... It's not everything, and so if you want to understand how different types of weapons work, then it might be worth it to go do a different kind of weapon right. system. But you again have to be clear as to where that fits back into your Aikido. Right. I I think you know like um, when you're talking about um like how systems kind of marry together and and what works with them and what doesn't work with them like you have to understand what you want out of the system and so like to me aikido when i was first starting to hybridize aikido i really added lots of stuff from other arts i'd studied and i was like oh yeah aikido needs those to be complete and then the better i started to understand the context that I believe Aikido exists in, the more I realized that Aikido had every single answer for its context. And so nothing outside of it was necessary. And in fact, anything that I thought was like, oh, Aikido might need that, the more I looked at the system, I was like, actually, it already has that. I just didn't understand what that piece was. Now, that's not saying that Aikido does everything. It certainly doesn't do everything. And if you want to learn to grapple, right, because there'll be times maybe that you have to grapple, then you've got to study a system outside of Aikido for grappling. But that doesn't mean you should try to make Aikido about grappling. You should look at them more like like Maya was describing with two systems that kiss, right? So it's like in between the stage of grappling and contact, um, th- that's where we, we use another art because there's really very little overlap, you know? Right. Um, but like, you know, to me, like looking at boxing and Aikido, and a lot of people say like, oh, I want to learn Aikido or I want to learn boxing to complement my Aikido. To me, that's a really terrible idea because there's nothing you're going to find in boxing for Aikido context that's going to make it better and there's nothing inside of aikido that's going to make the context of boxing better Mm -hmm. and so like they just they're just desperate they're totally desperate so if you want to learn boxing in and of itself cool but it's not going to really complement your aikido now that's different though than if you just want to understand how all of martial arts works you know what i'm saying like yeah it's a a complex problem you have to know what you want right Right. you gotta know what you want and i would say though that like if you understand all of how martial arts work you will understand better how Aikido works and then that it will be better for you. Sure, you know, that, sure. that, that, that's the high level that I would approach it from. You know, it's like, um, yeah, let's understand how everything works uh, and then we can really delve into whichever of the arts we want to at that time. Sure, whatever, sure. You know? I think there's this misconception 
and maybe it comes from Bruce Lee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where you're going not, with it, but not, if you were going the, the direction that I'm not that touching I, that with the tin foot pole. I was if you were going the way <laughs> direction I thought you were going, that would be my. Well, I think there's this common thing that people say, especially with so like the the wrestling and um, Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu mix is a good one to use, which is like I think people kind of have this thought that like, well, I'll have double the options mm-hmm. in a ground grappling situation mm-hmm. and. You know, I I won't do the the wrestling thing when I need the Brazilian Brazilian Jiu Jitsu thing. I'll just I won't stick my neck out. I'll do the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu thing and vice versa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I won't let them take me to my like I won't just lay on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's silly. Like, but I think people forget, and I mean we we hit this all the time on this podcast, but like that whatever you're programmed to do is what you're going to do. That's and right. so like, that's even what though, training does. Yes. It programs you to do something. So even though you can consciously go like, I am going to be sure to make the right choice when the time comes, like there's no time for choice making. That's right. Consciously. That's right. In a fight, you're just going to do what you're programmed to do. And if that is indeed lay on your back and you're in a situation where laying on your back is not a good idea. And, and instead you should be trying to keep from going to your back. Then, you've not made that choice that you said that you were able to make. Right. I don't think anybody's able to make that choice, like those conscious choices, you know. Not fast enough. Not fast enough, that. right. And the problem I see with this is um, because the the point of Aikido is not fighting, if you're parallel training with something that is fighting, you're yeah. mo- you are going to want to fight. Right, yeah. right. And that's, and that's problematic. So... It's like you you have you would then have to be able to unplug it all, you know, um, and who know you know right. So you know if you want to look at it, and I mean like this is deeper than maybe this question is wanted to go, but but you know like so if you're looking at this is just how I organize it, but so say you're looking at you know systems and what they do. So at the at the top of of when we're starting to get systems, you know, like we have a context which is like what's happening right so like you know a grappling match is happening right so like and then so if it's a grappling match that's happening for whatever reason then all grappling systems would go in that kind of context right so mm-hmm. brazilian jiu-jitsu could possibly go in that context wrestling could go into that context um, backhold wrestling could go uh, mongolian wrestling judo right so all these different systems could go into that kind of context okay but then after that we're going to have a goal Okay, and the goal, as I outline it, basically comes down to one of three things. Some form of domination, and domination means either to kill someone or uh, make them say uncle or beat the crap out of someone, right, to dominate them. Um, You're going to negotiate with them, right, so to make some kind of compromise between the two of you that ends everything okay, or you're going to flee from them. All right, so when you're talking about Aikido and most other martial arts, Aikido is a negotiation system. And other martial arts are domination systems. So usually really early on, they become incompatible. Like, mm-hmm. so we can't we can't put them together. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest stuff to sort of disentangle. Like, add, so like if you've trained, trained a bunch in a system that's deep within you, you know, especially the like overarching goal, you know, the, the, the deepest part I would imagine is the... Um, how you gear up towards someone and in a domination context that is i'm orienting towards them i'm going to try and you know pin them you know hit them whatever like that's a very deep thing that you've put yourself into 
to to handle a conflict. And so if you're trying to, you know, switch that out or marry that with I'm going to try and, you know, not engage or disengage whenever possible, like it's very hard to to dig that out, right, you know, right, because you right, you've right. programmed it so deeply. You know, right. it's one thing to like decide, okay, I'm going to do my shionages differently, and I'm going to try and program myself to grab it this way instead of this way. That's like so small comparatively to this overarching yeah. like way you you orient you view yourself. All conflict, right? Exactly. Right. So I'm I'm looking at this question again, and I'm wondering what he means. You know, so he says that that the Krav instructor could swap out for yeah. For, for it's funny. I wanted to touch on that. Yeah, and I'm wondering what he means by those fundamentals because depending on what he's talking about, that he may be correct. Like there sure, may be course. things that um, another martial art might be better in teaching you. I mean, and it also might be, and this is another hard thing to kind of sort out, it might be a teacher issue. Like, it could just be that he has a teacher who's really good, uh, just a good teacher in sure. one system, right, right. and yeah. the other teacher's not as good yeah, yeah, a yeah. teacher in right. the other system. And regardless of systems just one teacher is better than the other and you know like i have a really good friend of mine who we started talking one day and he just had the longest list of amazing teachers like people that i was like jesus dude that guy's awesome that guy's awesome that guy's awesome and and we started talking about it and he was like oh yeah i just go to wherever there's a teacher who i think is really good and can right. teach me something so he didn't care about the systems he just wanted a teacher, teacher who, who could yeah, teach yeah, well yeah, yeah. and so smart. he had a bunch of awesome teachers yeah. and i think that's a totally i mean Truthfully, that's the way to, to to go about it. You know, if you know, is find a place where you feel good and comfortable, and you think someone's giving you good stuff. Um, I'm just interested in the fundamental part, like what he means by fundamentals, um, and you know, I mean, and and so like that's I I agree with you, like what you mean by fundamentals, and I would assume like I would think of the grossest fundamentals first, and so that would be like footwork how you step how you hold someone how you you know and that kind of stuff if one guy and the other guy one guy you feel like really can teach it well and the other guy can't it's actually a teacher issue probably and not a systematic issue you know yeah i that when i when i read that i figured it meant like um like like drilling basic movements and Mm -hmm. like body stuff and i can see where aikido has gaps with that for sure Certain stuff that we're, I mean, ukemi, ukemi wise, I think we're good with that. But you know, perhaps like footwork drills or you know, basic like sure, body but coordination I mean, stuff. I mean, that it doesn't mean necessarily that Aikido might not have it. It's just that teacher doesn't do it. I guess what I'm saying is like I, I bet that the system of Aikido has those pieces, sure. but yeah, the yeah, major, yeah. like I'm saying, it's beyond maybe the teacher, like in the sense that like the current grouping of teachers like the current sure. you know generation of people sure, 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 sure. there's not much of that out there i totally understand what you're saying i always just look at it from the perspective of if the guy's a good martial artist they'll go out and figure out the things if they didn't learn them right, they'll right. go out and learn it from other places yeah i mean because you know there are a lot of aikido things that i teach that are aikido that i didn't get from my teacher right you know what right. i mean not, yeah, not yeah. my original teacher right because i'd go out and look for them you know and it's like oh, sure. oh oh that that system does have that thing you know and so like the teacher brings, you know, whenever you're studying with a teacher, you're studying their version of that martial art. So you're you're never studying the purest version of the martial art, that, that person's interpretation. And then only until you have like, I don't know, maybe five or six different teachers can you go, 
oh, I see what they're all kind of pointing at. And then you kind of get, but then still the less, nonetheless, you're always seeing it through your filter. So, you know, it's never a pure thing. So when I hear that kind of stuff, I'm just always thinking like, oh, it's, you like one teacher and you don't like the other teacher. And there's nothing right. wrong with that. Yeah. Spend more time staying with the teacher you like, you know? Yeah. And then I would start to ask the question of why do you want to hold on to Aikido? Like what is it about Aikido that you really like? And if that teacher doesn't represent what you think they should represent with Aikido, then go find an Aikido teacher who does represent what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. It's interesting. So thinking about like cross-training stuff because, you know, I guess I guess I've done a bunch of that now. Um, parallel training. Yeah, parallel. I like that. Um, that just sounds cool. I think it sounds parallel. Cool. Yeah, Maybe I've just heard cross training until it makes me nauseous. Um, but <laughs> cross I like, training I like just has a training. different. Uh, I just think of like shoes and whatnot. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like the nineteen nineties. Like it means doing fifteen minutes of this and then fifteen yeah, minutes yeah, of yeah. this and then fifteen minutes of this. And you got these weird, like crazy looking shoes that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's cross training in my mind. That's funny. Cross training. Um, I think that I mean. This is the only way I've gone about it, so I can't really say how like it is to go about it another way. But I, I, I personally appreciated that I got a a long foundation in Aikido. Like I, that's my home base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really glad that I went to a bunch of other things. But I already had a lot of that Aikido programming because I mean I'm happy with doing Aikido and I, I like it and it's the goal aligns with what I want. Mm-hmm. But I like that I, I didn't start it and something else at the same time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I can imagine how difficult it would be to start two things roughly, you know, brand new around the same time and trying to, you know, learn two completely set different sets of things mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. keep them from crossing in your mind. Um, so it seems to me like having something, you know, starting in one thing, getting a good foundation in it, doing some time in it, and then moving on to adding a new thing, yeah. you know. It helps too if you can do your cross and, and like it all depends again on objectives. But like, you know, if you do your cross training with the same teacher teaching a different system, mm-hmm. it also kind of helps because they understand how to separate the two for themselves. Right. And so, you know, ideally they do. And so then when they give it to you, they can go, well, this is different. There's nothing wrong with this. It's a different thing in answer, you know, and like they can explain why they're different. Whereas if, you know, yeah. you're studying, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with this guy and then Judo with this guy and then uh, kickboxing with this guy, it's like uh, there's three different views on things. And so then it can get even more muddled up if you're not clear about what you're doing especially if each one goes like we're the best right yes (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) no yeah having the one teacher for like two different things is i think really good because then when you like i think chris has done this with me before where like you you see me doing something and then you go oh that is that is something that we do in this system but in this other system don't look at it like that or don't move your body like that. That's right. going to mess you up. Right. And there can be a lot of confusing reasons for that, that teachers don't know how to answer. You know, so like, you know, in Aikido, we don't cross our feet. And when I was learning um, uh, Lichtenauer, when I was learning um, uh, German German longsword, um, I was studying side sword at the time and they crossed their foot. 
And I, w- I asked the teacher, well, why do you cross your foot? And he said, because that's what we do. And I said, well, in Aikido, in Aikido we, don't, we don't cross our feet. And yeah. so why don't you cross your feet? And I explained the whole thing to him. And he goes, hmm, that's very sensible. And I was like, yeah. And I said, so why do you guys cross your feet? And he's all, no, no, no. And it, it took me a lot of personal investigation and time to break down why they cross their feet. And there's a really good reason for it. It mainly just has to do with because they're not at a grappling distance. And what they yeah. want is the point of the sword to go to another angle and the easiest fastest way to do that is just to pick up your foot and drop it over to the other side where in aikido there's the concern of multiple people pushing you from multiple exactly directions. right there's always the threat of grappling right and so you don't want to get knocked over that. that's exactly yeah. right yeah that makes sense. Um, so uh, so it's it's just, you know, two things that one system says, yeah, go ahead and do it. And the other system says never do. And like when you start looking at them, you understand like, oh, this is why. They're just they're diff- looking at different things, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a hard thing to keep in line because like we've talked about a lot, martial arts are martial arts, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's like a general assumption. And we all know that they're not, but even though we know they're not, they kind of also are. And so when you go like, yeah, they're looking at two different things, it's like, yes, they're looking at two different things, but we should know all both of them. We should know all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it can, I feel like that can be an overwhelming thing. Yeah. And maybe that's, you know, your lifelong pursuit and... It's it, it it's it's just so complicated. I mean, this is kind of how I opened up talking about it, but I, I just can't help but keep coming back to this. It's like, you know, you have to be really clear about what your purpose is. And if you want to, you know, if you want to be an expert in a system, right? So whatever the single system is, you should study with multiple teachers from that system because that will help you get the, the broadest picture of what that system is doing and if you want to just become a master of martial arts you're going to have to study a lot of different systems to kind of understand what the whole field is and then what you're going to have to do is realize that there's a lot of stuff that's not even covered in martial arts that is in the same field and so you're going to have to go study that in other places too so like you know if that's your goal it you know if it's just an aesthetic kind of thing which i think it is for a lot of people and you know no shade but it's just kind of an aesthetic thing it's like well pull the things that you think are cool and then you know you probably don't even need to go study with the teacher right. like look up a crossfit video or a you know tornado kick taekwondo video or whatever it is you know and just learn to do the things you like and i mean there are people making tons of money i saw a guy the other day he's got this gun jitsu thing now that he taught keanu reeves and so now he's he's teaching the system to people and it's it's just an aesthetic system and, and there's nothing wrong with that like people want to pretend to be john wick and so you learn this guy's system you will look like john wick because he taught john wick right right we're in the wrong business, I suppose. Dude, I'm so in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get in the John Wick business. Yeah, John Wick business. Um, so oh. it it's funny because I feel like someone listening to this is going to uh, sort of feel like, think that maybe we're crap talking on... Crap talking? Uh, nice. Really? That we're saying uh, it's not good. That's actually what I was going to gonna say next is like, well. To whatever. But we yeah. all do it and we all like. So because that's the other thing. It's like, man, it's all just fun anyway. Right. So 
if you're having fun with it, then it doesn't really matter. Right. Whatever right. you're doing, go have some fun with it. Like, you know. Do you guys think that we sound negative or I sound negative? Or... No, I mean. Uh, I just think we're, we're bringing we're, up a lot of potential out, issues. Right. We're oh, yeah. pointing we out a lot that. of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're pointing out a lot of the potential issues without making clear that like, but but you should also do it. We yeah. all do. I it. mean, I think that, I mean sh- that's what I was going to bring up next is like all the positive shit that we've gotten out of cross training, which is plentiful. Sure. I mean, I I wouldn't know anything if I didn't cross. So that's what I was going to say. That's what's going to be where what I was going to say is that like for you at least in my from what I have seen, cross training is actually the thing that brought you like to the place where you're at being able to figure out aikido. Right. Was parallel training. And seeing and being able to like kind of line start lining everything up like that. Right, right, right. And I mean, you know, for me, it is it was a long process because it's like uh, Aikido sounded sweet, and so I studied Aikido, and then it didn't have the promise. It didn't match up with the promise that it had, and so then I had to go study other stuff. And then while studying other stuff, I kind of was like, "Oh, okay, this has the promise, you know. Mm. Then this has the promise. Then this has the promise." And it wasn't until like for a long time I started realizing that, "Oh, there is a context, and what is the context I'm trying to answer, you know?" And then it it sent me on a tailspin to figure out Aikido, you know. But I mean, it's it's just what you want to do. I don't know what you want to do, and so like you know, I can't say across the board cross training is good, and you know, also cross training like. When I say, you know, if you wanted to know what Aikido is really well, you should study with, you know, five or six different Aikido teachers. Like, that's kind of cross-training, too. Oh, yeah. Sure. You for know? sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's because it's like you're going to see different versions, and you're going to see stuff from one teacher that doesn't even seem like the same damn system. They're like, oh, that's yes. different, you know? That's for sure. And only until you get a handle on it can you go, oh, no, it's all the same. They're just emphasizing different pieces of the system. And so, like, cross-training, if, if that just means – or parallel training – if that just means, like – getting a broad view of what things are well that's nice you should do that you know like yeah but other than that if you have specific things you're asking you know like how do i become the best fighter i don't know the cross training Mm -hmm. get a good teacher who knows how to fight and that's probably your best bet you know and then get in a bunch of fights go fight go pick a bunch yeah yeah oh you don't have to pick them you just go the right places they'll pick you you know yeah it's not hard well, if you're a certain kind of person, I was gonna then say, they pick you. If you hit me, <laughs> I, I know. I was going to say. I could get snotty maybe and see if that helped, but. <laughs> I could get snotty. Josh is like, I'm going to come up in here and get snotty yeah, on Yeah, well, you know. So it's funny. I wonder if the word snotty is universally understood. Like, I know. You know what it oh, means? Because know. otherwise it's like, excuse me, sir. You have a face full of what? mucus. and I'm just sneezing on. Right now, that on could cause yeah, a problem. That caused a real problem. Yeah. I almost oh, got shit. in a fight earlier today. There's this chick. She's coughing, oh, and she no. took her mask off to cough, oh, and I was like, what no. the fuck's wrong with this chick? Oh, <laughs> Counterintuitive. <laughs> That's what the mask is there for. <laughs> Girl. Stuff. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. um, I think we, it's that, is there any, like, what haven't, where haven't we gone? What haven't, what are the things, Chris, that you would say, if anything, like that you could point to that you like picked up from like not in just a general sense but uh, uh, specifics if if there are from other training that that sort of got brought back or got incorporated I don't know if that's I'm asking this question right into aikido 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, so, so kind of nothing and kind of everything. So, so <laughs> this is what I thought. Yeah, sorry. Was gonna be but, nuts. but, but it's like so. You know, early when I was a fool, um, uh, I was bringing lots of pieces of things. You know, so like, you know, I was integrating ground grappling into my Aikido at one point because um, I was like, Aikido doesn't have answers for top mount, so I've got to teach answers from top mount from another system. So my Aikido will have this, and I'm making this perfect kind of Aikido. So like. At first, a lot of things, but but then once I recognized that I was a fool, you know, I, I truly understood what context was, and I realized that like that was outside the context, and so adding that to Aikido didn't do anything besides make me feel better about myself. You know, it wasn't wasn't about Aikido, it wasn't about me understanding Aikido. It was just like, oh, now I feel like I'm a sweeter, awesomer dude. Um, so once I realized that, then what would happen a lot of times is I would see something in other systems, and it was low pass, a, a gate on Barai, right? So that's a good example. Um, I saw that in a Filipino system and and I was like I was like wow why don't we have that in Aikido right and I was like, because, you know, when they go from a high position to cut your belly open, then, you know, we need a transition. And then I was like, we have that transition, you know, and it, it's like, so a lot of times what would happen is I would see something in another martial art and then I'd go back to Aikido and say like, well, that seems like it should be in our context. Why isn't it? And then as I started poking at it, I was like, oh, it is, it, it is. It's just, we don't emphasize it. We don't have a name for it. You know, it's so like Gate on Barai. I don't know anyone who calls it Gate on Barai besides me because, um, I needed to name that thing because I saw that it was valid and it existed in Aikido. It's the transition you do for um, Shomenuchi Shihonage, right? right? That how you transition the Shomenuchi position into the Shihonage position, that's a gate on Barai, right? It's also how you transition for um, uh, Yokomenuchi Iriminage or Yokomenuchi uh, uh, Shihonage, right? Both of the, all those techniques have this piece in it that no one ever told me a name for. And as far as I know, no other system has a name for, but that thing that we do exists in Filipino knife fighting martial arts because they're answering the same problem that the Aikido people figured out how to solve. Right, right. And, you know, so lots of that. And so it's like, I don't take any pieces raw right. and try and plug it into my system, but I pick pieces and I go, does that fit our context? And it does. And do we not have an answer for that? And as they start working on it, I realize, oh no, there's an answer for it. And, and so that's something that I think going back to what Maya was talking about earlier is like when we're looking at parallel training, um, if there are systems that are, are that are answering similar questions then you're going to be able to see things that they might have explained better in that other system sure sure yeah. sure 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 yeah 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 you know yeah that that then you could pull and you're not um you're not changing anything except for your understanding of what that, that piece that right piece yeah that's is. a good that's a good uh, good explanation and, and i think yeah. there's a lot of that and this goes back to the the you know thing that happened at combat con with us where it was like we were doing the same things because they're answering the same questions they call it one right. thing we call it right, uh, right, you right, know right. um and they do drills for it we don't necessarily do the same kind of drills but it, it it's it's there so but that's not necessarily going to happen if you don't have if you're not looking at two systems that are answering the same right. questions. Right, 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 right. Right. So, you know, you're going to bring in boxing as your parallel. Like, that's not really going to help you very much in Aikido because we're not throwing, we're not throwing uh, jabs and we're not throwing right. uppercuts. Our, our right? answer superior right. to the answer in boxing. And so, um, and so we don't really, we don't need it. Nice. It is whack them with a stick. Right. That's a superior answer to hit someone with a fist. Depending on the context, I guess. 
Well, if you're wanting, is, if you're wanting, it is to, superior. If I don't have a stick, you're right. Learn the system of boxing. What I'm saying is, I don't know. If if you don't want to kill someone and you want to just punch them and you're having a bravado fight, then mm-hmm. punching is the the best answer. Well, I mean, I wouldn't whack them with a sword. Then I'd whack them with a stick. <laughs> I could do a lot okay. of stick hitting on someone um, before I killed them. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. Um, what I was gonna say was, in my personal like in cross training, I feel a similar thing. Maybe not quite so like concrete that like I'm you know seeing you know other techniques that are similar to Aikido techniques or stuff like that. But like getting lessons that I needed for Aikido that I couldn't get within Aikido for for reasons of me, Mm -hmm. not for reasons Mm -hmm. of Aikido, but then getting it in a different way in another art and then bringing it back to Aikido, Mm -hmm. you know, like I feel like this happens a lot where it's like someone's trying to explain something to me in Aikido and it's just like not happening, Mm -hmm. you know, just not clicking. Um, but then putting it in a different context or like just seeing this little body concept or whatever in some other completely different, you know, context, mm-hmm. suddenly it goes, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing with my hands or with my hips or whatever. Right, right, and then right. I can bring that back to Aikido. And I would imagine that's probably what a, what um, what Glenn's getting at here is that like having both of those, like it just kind of compounds. Right. Like, yep. especially like coordination body stuff. I'm sure it, it it's, you know, it both enrich each other with that kind of stuff. Right. Right. You're getting double the practice of using your body in these different ways and getting better at learning and all that kind of stuff. Right. Which I think is a real um, positive of doing parallel training. Right. And interacting with another body and another person in space, just that in itself is going to help you. Yeah. And having another teacher who says things in a different way, too. You know? For sure. Because I think you could love a teacher and like really enjoy like the system that they're teaching you, but like they maybe don't always phrase things in a way that makes sense to you mm-hmm. or teach things or, or demonstrate things enough. And so I'm sure having a completely different person to go to kind of gives you another teaching style to deal with as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. which is really great. Yeah. And I think just having um, other information swirling around in your head uh, often just helps. You know, just mm-hmm. having extra different things moving around in there um, is good to kind of, whether you know it or not, like you're always going to be working on it uh, subconsciously or whatever. Um, and so what you're talking about, I think sometimes could just be, yeah, because you're while you're doing this other thing, you're still working on the thing you were doing before and maybe something, there's connections you make that you don't even know right. are there, you know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a naysayer and I love cross training. I do a lot of stuff, but to me again, it just depends on what you want, you know? Yeah, so sure, like, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I mean, because like, you know, having a bunch of extra information said in different ways by different people can do nothing but confuse you sometimes too. Like, well, right. Yeah. You know, like it depends on what you want, you know, do you want something handed to you or do you want to figure something out yourself? You know, and the more you want to figure out something yourself, then it's cool to have as many different viewpoints and like having a broad view is good, like I said earlier. But if if you don't, if you just like, I, I want to know how to punch people in the face, well, then find the guy who can describe that the best. Just go to him and he'll teach you how to punch people in the face, you know? Right, yeah, having the two end. teachers telling you how to punch and one's giving yes, a different instruction, yes. that can be really confusing. Yes. Yeah. That's why I think, I mean, back to kind of what I was saying at the beginning is like probably if, especially if like you're looking into a second martial, like you've done one and you're looking into a second one, picking something that's vastly different, I I think think is probably the best. That's the best. Because then it's not going to like change the information that you're getting about that stuff is not going to 
change your the track that you're on i i've complained a lot that you see you know like aikido people and they want to cross train to learn different stuff and they cross train their aikido with um sistema or uh traditional karate or you know uh traditional jujitsu and it's like well I, i'm not saying that that's not cross training but it's like those are all the same if you want to really if you really want to see a desperate view do go from a traditional martial art to a sport martial right. art and that's going to give you a super desperate view right away and then between those two like once you have two extremes like that then you can start to hammer all the little details in the middle if that's what you want to do you know if you want to fill out your picture but you know if you're if you're studying aikido go study boxing or brazilian jiu-jitsu or judo or whatever because that's going to give you a totally different viewpoint on how conflict can be trained and talked about and thought about and the uh the attitudes, I think, also uh, are, are are different, and that could be a good thing as well. Yeah. A, a yeah. good or bad thing, depending on sure. who you are. But sure. a good thing if, you know, some people need that Make just it. to get a little bit of a... Excuse me. I was, I was making a punching sound. I was excited. Like a... <laughs> uh. Yeah. No, I mean, I think for me, that's what was a huge thing, was like the Aikido stuff was very like, um, you know peaceful yeah. and i key flow, flow, and flow. flow flow yeah exactly and i needed the i you know as a person i needed the more combative you shit you needed to have you know? someone like throw a sword at you yes yes not literally throw it but a time or two i think i think you maybe have thrown swords at me before i've definitely thrown swords but uh yeah no and i could see that like in in that sort of mindset thing is could be very useful uh and transfer back between both of them if you're willing to let it but again you have to understand what it's all for right you can't go to your bjj class and you know sit with your butt on the wall and then do the same thing in your aikido class because that'll get you in trouble yeah it sure will (laughs) sure will maybe um well what's our time 50 minutes we're good okay (laughs) good um well, I, I hope that we, we hit on a bunch of stuff. I feel like we tangented, went on some We tangents. tangented. I like tangented. that. Oh, that's tangented. Awesome. I need a t-shirt that I'm says tangent. Tr- I'm always trying to uh, come up with new words. He came up with a word earlier today that was uh, Krav McGraw. Krav <laughs> oh, McGraw. Man. Krav McGraw. Vince McGraw's brother. I don't know if you you guys heard earlier, but when Josh- He said pa- it fine. Josh paused to say Oh, yeah, for Krav a long McGraw. time. It was awesome. There was like a little pause before, and I was cracking up because I was like, I know in his head he's trying to make sure that, that he, he says it right, it right and doesn't say Krav right. McGraw. There's- uh, <laughs> I There was this joke, like a dad joke that I uh, always like to tell, but I could never tell it correctly. I won't even try because I always mess it up. And I feel like that same way where it's like, I know in my head exactly what needs to be said. And I'm not going to do the right thing. So I was very intent on saying it right. Well, you, you did a good you job. You did. You got you it. You did you really nailed good. It. Nailed it. Well, let's go ahead. Uh, so thanks again uh, for the question. And if any of our listeners have questions or uh, topic ideas, stuff they would like to hear us ramble about, uh, you know, just reach out. We'd love to have that. Um, we love to ramble. Yeah, hmm. I like hearing uh, your little stories too. I like I I like hearing like the background of where the question yeah, came from. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. So let's go ahead and thank our patrons. Thank you so much to William Glenn Hunt. Thanks, Glenn, for the question. Yeah. Uh, Spain Abney, Logan Jet Certified Heinrichs, That's right. Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, Jeremy More Cookie Than Monster Hiker. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? 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 <laughs> How many of the you know what today? I didn't count, but I tried. I think I did them all. 
Brad V, Yarrow, same to you, Madrona. Yep. Uh, Ampersand, uh, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bearwessler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Scott changed it weeks ago, but didn't check it had saved. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Ocon Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Fran, sometimes I pay attention, Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. All right. All right. Getting her, getting her going. Yeah. Tip, tip of, of the week. week. So, uh, once again, if you are a listener and you have a tip of the week that you would like to share. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Please reach out. No one has done that yet, but it's open. We're open. Okay. Tip of the week. My mind is completely blank. You have nothing. I was so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a question. Is that like an insult? You have, nothing. you have nothing. Nothing. Nothing to share. I didn't mean it as a exclamation. I wanted a question mark there. It didn't get there. You have nothing. Actually, well, okay. I'll share a little something. You have a little tidbit that was new to me. That was uh, should maybe shouldn't have been new. Um, I should have done been new that already. Um, Josh- Titan Nage. It exists. No, not that bad. Not that bad. But it was. Or maybe... technique that we're doing today. <laughs> oh, maybe it wasn't Josh. Maybe it was Chris. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. Oh, it doesn't um, matter to me. Uh, we were working on uh, Shihonage, and he was like, really twist the hell out of their arm. Oh, like, yeah, really yeah, twist yeah. it, like, when you grab it. And I should have known that already. I mean, hell, I way should have known that. But it was really like, holy shit. As soon as you grab, you can create half the technique before you've even done your Shihonage. And that goes for... Sankyo that all goes for Kodagaish that mm-hmm. goes for goes everything for all of them. and like I definitely had heard that for other things but I it's and interesting it's pretty, pretty, right. pretty sad Twi- twist the hell out of it twist that's the, tel- the I, I know it's I mean no but shit think but about, like the uh, we were talking about this like the the entry or the whatever for uh, uh, Kokinage the way we do it kind of setting up the hip hip to hip um, if you make that entry really nicely you begin to set like set it up before you even step in, and almost everything is like that. Like you can begin to affect them the minute they grab you, or the minute you sort of, you know, whatever. right, right. You, you don't have to you wait to affect the t- them as the long as it's not a seminar guy. Because well, then, that's right? If you're a seminar guy, you cannot affect the seminar affect guy. Them. You're correct. Yeah, <laughs> you're not affecting that's, me. That's wise words. Yeah, and truthfully, you can probably, you know, even before that, if we want to really get into it, you can affect them. Just by mentally, the just way by looking at them, you're moving the place that you're setting yourself compared to the yeah, stuff. yeah. That's probably not new to most of you guys, but it was, it was, a, it was a I good, guarantee, good... guarantee it's new to uh, some people, has to be. Well, yeah, that would make that new, would certainly make me feel better to everyone well, at, at some point. In, right? in like, some some Aikido schools I've studied in, twist the hell out of them is the only answer. The, right, so, right, so, right. so they right. might be confused as the <laughs> fact that there's a system beyond twist the hell out. Right, of Right, right. They're going like, uh, of course you twist. That's all you do, right? You just twist it's it. All twisting. For me, it was the like the pre-twist. You know, right. you, uh, you're pre-twisting you're before you do the twisting. Before. Right, right, right. It's right. like, and it, it it does help. Look at that. Yeah. Know. We did it. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. So if you're doing the Shionage, pre twist it. Get a little pre twist. Yeah, as soon as you grab it, twist it. As soon as you grab it, grab and it, twist it. it. Oh, yeah. Man. Pop now, it, twist it, pull it. <laughs> we know that the podcast has gone just slightly uh, too, far. too far off the rails, a little bit longer than it needs to be when we have conversations like this. So okay. we're done. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs>